Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, the coon ass and the redneck. Anthony Gallo and I will have some NFL picks for you against the spread in this Sunday's conference championship games. Also got some very strong comments on the Saints and Drew Brees and how their season ended. The Coonass and the Redneck podcast is brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room on Airline Highway across from Klein Peter Derry in Baton Rouge. Always good times, always good people at the Ice House Tap Room. An awesome menu. They're open seven days a week at 11 o'clock lunch. You can get food late. They keep the kitchen open late. All the craft beers, the tap room, a little music on the patio outside. Uh, Ice House Tap Room. You want to check it out. Have a lot of fun. Seven days a week. Great place for lunch, man. Good place for dinner or a late night snack. Ice House Tap Room. And don't forget the Iceberg Lemo, the best party bus in Louisiana. All a part of the Ice House Tap Room. Go to icebergLemo.com for details and to book your fun night out on the town. All right. We're going to come back, get ready for the NFL Conference Championship games. Anthony and I each have three picks against the spread. Trying to win you some money while having fun. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Connect with my YouTube channel. Subscribe to YouTube. Big things coming up there. Of course, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I am the oldest dude on TikTok. Check me out, Tommy Chrysan, Talking Sports with TK. We're going to hear a message from our host, Anchor, and then we'll be back. We'll take it down to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and be joined by the redneck, Anthony Gallo, for some talks on the Saints and Drew Brees, and then some picks to win you money coming up right after this pause. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Anthony Gallo, the coon ass and the redneck, the NFL Conference Championship Games on Sunday. We're going to make some comments about Saints and Drew Brees and then get right to our picks. We each have three picks, trying to make you some money while having fun with a little NFL football this Sunday. Uh, we're recording Friday morning, Anthony. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Tommy, over here on the uh, coast and uh I'm glad the cold weather has rolled out of here, but we got an ugly day today. It's raining, and it's supposed to clear up later today, which I hope it does for the weekend, but I'm good out down here in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And it's raining in the Baton Rouge, South Louisiana area as well. Anthony, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, going back to the radio days so over 20 years ago, and now we're in the podcast world like everybody else. So, you know, you, you spent you know most many, many years in Baton Rouge, and the Saints are right down the road, and we all kind of watched the Saints season and the career of Drew Brees come to an end this past Sunday at the hands of Tampa Bay, but I'm not so sure it was at the hands of Tampa Bay. I mean, Drew Brees should not have been out on that field. It goes against the grain of the team being more important than the individual. You know, all NFL players are banged up and hurt at this point. It's a tough, long grind. It's a tough season. 
but lots of blowback with, you know, why did they put Breeze out there when he could not throw the football? Is Jameis Winston that bad? Taysom Hill was inactive for the game. It, it caused a, a lot of consternation among Saints fans and, and NFL fans in general. And Anthony Gallo, I wanted to get your thoughts. Well, I kind of agree with you, Tommy. I mean, to sacrifice the Saints season, uh, I guess sacrifice might be too strong a word, but to put the Saints season in jeopardy, for the fans, for the organization, for everything, to win that game, to let Drew Brees have his final hurrah in front of 3,000 fans. You know, Drew Brees has had a tough season with the woke stuff and all that, and I know he didn't care, and I know I know what he did, but you didn't see the other great that he played across the line of scrimmage last week, Tom Brady, getting involved in all that stuff. And Drew Brees should have took a lesson from him. Both these guys, Breeze and Brady, are both going into the Hall of Fame. But as you pointed out in a private conversation with us, 30% of Drew Brees may, be a, may have been better than 100% of Jameis Winston. I don't know, but what Tampa did in the second half of that game after, after the Saints took a touchdown lead, they just clamped down. They just And even the commentator said that you can't throw the ball more than 20 yards. And they didn't, and they just clamped down on them and – Whatever Drew, they had everything underneath for the whole game, and they just couldn't do anything. Four turnovers is not a way to go in the game, and uh, you just can't beat anybody. You can't beat a good team, particularly in the in the playoffs. If you turn it over more than once, it's tough to beat a, a team. So they gave them four. Tampa Bay took advantage, and I think it's you know it's just a sad ending for the Saints. Their last three games. Uh, where they have the opportunity to go to the NFC Championship that have been in the Dome. They've gotten beat, I think it's three. And it, it just, uh, you know, every year you think about Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. They did get one, congratulations. But they've had the team to do better than they've done in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't give the team the best chance to win by putting Breeze out there. And I'm old school. I believe that the team is always more important than the individual that was ingrained in me when I played youth baseball, okay? And I never forgot it, and I watch it as I've covered sports for so long. I, where I don't think it was fair, it wasn't fair to the other 52 players on that roster, plus the practice squad guys and the, the entire coaching staff who are living the dream in the NFL – trying to get to a Super Bowl, and you don't give the team the best chance to win. I think Sean Payton, the buck stops on his desk here. I think he owes it to the rest of those players to put somebody out there that gives you the best chance to win. Now, if Sean Payton says our best chance to win is what I believe is putting Drew Brees out there, I guess you got to believe him. But I'm telling you, there's guys in the locker room that knew that shouldn't have been coming. But as you pointed out, Michael Thomas, who – Again, not 100%. Did not catch a pass. And, you know, with the big contract, he said, the only reason I'm out there is because of Drew Brees. No, you should be out there to win a NFL divisional playoff game. And it doesn't matter if it's the right guard, the quarterback, the, the linebacker. If he, can't, if he can't perform, he shouldn't be out there. They went against the grain of what I think the NFL is all about. And then, and then next, and, of course, they really don't care about the fans. But they shortchanged the fans who are so passionate about the Saints. They buy the hats, the shirts, the jackets, the jerseys. You know, they, they show up when they can. I mean, you got people cried all night when the, when the game was over because the Saints lost. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't fair to those people either who have supported this team for, for decades and decades. And it was just an ugly situation. And like you said, on the heels of 
Breeze making all the patriotic comments and then walking it back because of Malcolm Jenkins and then putting the rapist name on his helmet and at practice without knowing what that was all about. His legacy is severely tarnished. He's still going to be in the Hall of Fame. He'll be in the Saints Hall of Fame. He'll probably get his number retired. He'll probably be name hung on the wall in the Superdome. But, but man, it, it was not it was not a, a picturesque ending. It was not a Hollywood ending. It was quite the opposite. It was really disappointing and disgusting in my mind. Well, I agree with you, Tommy. But you know, he gave the Saints and the city of New Orleans since Katrina. On the other hand, you know, he did a lot and uh, he helped that city come back alive. Of course, they got a mayor down there that right. killed it again. But, you know, he, he did a lot of good things. It was just a disappointing final year with everything's going on. And I and as I look, you know, he's not the only white quarterback, if I can say this, on a predominantly sure. black team. And But he is one of the few quarterbacks playing this year, especially one with greatness, who, who you know, bent over to all this stuff. As I say, you didn't see Tom Brady doing it. He stayed neutral in the stuff. You didn't see, even up in Detroit, you, you know, Matt Stafford, you didn't see any of that. So, you know, I just, it's just a disappointing year for me. Uh, we're going to, we'll probably have a lot of Saints lovers that won't like this, but the way it ended was just, uh, yeah, it was just disappointing. But anyway. Well, you know, you fans, say, you say, let me say, I got a comment. You say Saints lovers might not like our comments and we're going to get to our picks here shortly for those waiting uh, uh, anxiously for that. I put a pretty severe tweet out. Okay. I, I think I texted it to you about the, you know, the team supposed to be more important than the individual individual. And I blame breeze. I blame Peyton. I, I tweeted that. I got not one negative comment. I got hordes of people saying they agree with me, clicking the little like button. I thought I might get some blowback. I might get some people to say, damn, you grew up in the walls. How can you say that about the Saints? I got none of that, Anthony. I said it on, on Sports Shorts Daily Video with Ronnie Ranch yesterday over at Tremonti's Meat and Seafood, and we got nothing but compliment comments and people saying they agree, they agree, they agree. Nobody disagreed. I was shocked by that. You know, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm some great wisdom guy, but it was my thoughts having covered sports forever. Uh, anyway, but uh, so I, I didn't get the blowback that uh, I thought I might get. All right. Coon ass in the red night. We got to get to some picks <laughs> again. Brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room in Baton Rouge. Always good times. Always good people at the Ice House on Airline Highway. And, of course, the Iceberg Lemo, the best party bus in <laughs> Louisiana. Anthony Gallo, we both went one and two. All our picks are against the spread last week. We're certainly much better at picking college football than the NFL. But we're both competitors. And we're not going to give up. We got picks for you. And then we'll two weeks from now, we'll have some Super Bowl picks with some prop bets and all that stuff. Another uh, Coonass and Redneck podcast coming out the Friday before uh, the Super Bowl. But, Anthony, we got to get to our picks. We each have three picks. I don't know what you're picking. You don't know what I'm picking. But we're ready to let it fly. You want to go first or you yeah, want to go, go first? Yeah, <clears throat> I'll all go right, first. All right, Anthony Gallo, the, the Redneck part here is ready with his three picks for uh, – Conference Championship Sunday. And I think, you know, Tommy, I think these picks are really hard here. We're, and, you know, we've, we've got two games, and we're going to do three picks, so that means we've thrown a total in here. Uh, I think they're really hard to handicap. You just don't know. These lines have stayed low. And you know what we say, if you're going to bet on a game, you want to bet on the team that you think is going to win. But that doesn't always work out. So here we go. I'm taking, I'm taking the GOAT. I'm taking Tampa Bay plus – 
three and a half against Green Bay. Uh, <clears throat> these are two legendary quarterbacks, two older quarterbacks, Rodgers and Brady. Uh, Rodgers is probably the best quarterback in the NFL, at least right now, and he's obviously the most valuable player to his team, the Packers. Uh, back on week six, though, Tampa beat Green Bay 38-10. to 10. And my key to the game here, Tommy, is, is Green Bay's defensive coordinator. His name is Mike Pettis. The defensive coordinator for Green Bay has faced Tom Brady 13 times. He's faced him with three different teams, the Bills, the Jets, and Green Bay this year. And as I said, or didn't say, you know, they've met earlier in week six. And Green Bay beat them 30, I mean, uh, the Tampa Bay beat them 38 to 10. This guy just has a hard time defending Brady. And uh, both these defenses are good. As far as from offense, we know Green Bay has Devontae Adams, but Brady's got way more weapons at receiver. He's got Gronk, he's got Evans, he's got Antonio Brown. I think that Brady, and Brady can play in the cold weather. So, I, you know, at three points, Tommy, I like Green Bay. But uh, at three and a half, I'm taking the hook. I'm taking t- Tampa Bay plus the three and a half. All right. So uh, <laughs> you're betting that Tampa, well, they might lose the game, but you got three and a half points. They're trying to become the only team to ever play the Super Bowl at home because the Super Bowl will be in Tampa on February 7th. But uh, we- we'll talk about that next week. All right. Your next pick, Anthony? I'm taking in that game, Tommy, I'm taking the over 51. Uh, Tampa Bay averages 30.7 points per game. They give up 22. We saw about that last week. I mean, you know, the over in that game last week was 53. They got to 50. Uh, Breeze throws four interceptions. We didn't know he was that banged up with the ribs and all of that. But they still got to 50. So I'm taking the over in this game because both these teams are pass happy. Green Bay scores 31.8 points per game, and they give up 22.8. Almost the same. I mean, it's close either way. And these numbers here give you an indication that it's going to go over 51. I like uh, I like the over 51 in the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. All right, and then your next pick? Well, here we go. We got Kansas City, and we got the <laughs> Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship. And, Tommy, I'm taking Buffalo plus the three in this game. I, you know, if you look at these two games and you say, well, I'm going to take both favorites, and I'm not going to lose them both, and I got a chance to win, or I'm going to take both dogs. But to try to mix this stuff up, it's even tougher. I'm taking Buffalo plus three. As of this morning, Mahomes is still in concussion protocol. I just heard a clip from Andy Reid. said he looks good. He's in practice. He's doing that. I expect him to play. Kansas City, and I pointed this out last week, and it worked for it. Uh, Kansas City is 7-10-0 against the spread this season. And, you know, in Cleveland, Cleveland had a chance in that game. Now, Mahomes goes out. He doesn't play the whole second half. But uh, but Cleveland was in that game. And to cover that 10-point spread, I think, was good because everybody, most people thought Kansas City was going to blow them out. Kansas City does not have the same killer mentality that they had last year. Week six, Buffalo lost to Kansas City 22-17. to and Buffalo only lost one more game for the rest of the year, and that was a Hail Mary pass by, uh, by Kyler Murray with Arizona that beat them. Other than that, they've beaten everybody. They beat, they beat the Baltimore Ravens last week, and everybody thought that the Ravens would go in there. They were one of the hottest teams in the NFL and won. This guy, Josh Allen, is, is, cut, out of the, is cut out of the right timber. We may be watching the 
new rivalry as we watched with with uh, uh, with with you know, uh, Brady and Manning. I'm sorry, Tommy. With Brady and Manning over the year, when Manning was with Indianapolis and then he went to Denver, but we may be watching that kind of rivalry with Josh Allen and Mahomes, two of the best, if not the two best, young quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I just think both these teams are like uh, Green Bay and, and uh, Tampa. They're both pass-happy. In fact, Buffalo only runs the ball about 21% of the time, but Kansas City's got a defense that will give up points, as we saw last week. Mahomes is playing, but in addition to his knockout punch he received last week, Tommy, he's been noticed on the sidelines at practice, limping a little bit, got a problem with the leg. I just don't see him being 100%. I'm going to take the three here, and I'm only going to take the three because I think that the Bills can put pressure on Mahomes. I don't think he's going to be able to do those magic tricks in the backfield that that he's known for, and he may not finish the game. So I'm taking the Bills plus three in this game. All right, Anthony Gallo likes Tampa Bay plus three and a half. He likes over 51 in the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game, and he likes Buffalo plus three in the AFC game. All right, Anthony, I'm going to get to my picks. Uh, a little different, but the one thing is the same. I'm going to start with the first game of the day on Sunday. I like Green Bay minus three and a half against Tampa. This is uh, going out directly against you, and here's why. Tampa's defense looked really good against the Saints. Devin White, former LSU Tiger, really looked good. That guy's going to play linebacker for a long time. But the defense looked good against a team that could not throw the football. They just could not throw it. So Tampa is going to go against Green Bay, against Aaron Rodgers, who can throw the football and is the should be the league MVP this year. You know, Green Bay had the week off last week, heal up a few bumps and bruises. They're in Lambeau Field. I, I know that it's going to be cold. The field's heated. Not a big crowd, uh, a little more than 3,000 like the Saints had. But I just think it's a Green Bay kind of thing at home. And the Tampa Bay parade is going to come to an end. Green Bay's defense is not the best around. Uh, so I kind of like your over pick in this game of over 51. But as far as the game goes, I'm taking the Packers. I'm laying the three and a half. My next pick, I'm like you. I like Buffalo plus three. The Bills are going to get this done. Mahomes, not close to 100%. What percent? I don't know, and nobody will ever know. But Buffalo, is, you know, Josh Allen has just come on, and he started coming on last year. This is not a brand-new thing. Buffalo defense has gotten better in the last four or five weeks, and I like the point you made. Kansas City, not good against the spread. I mean, they, they, they're tough to be, you know, they can't win a lot against the spread. And we make all our picks against the spread. So I'll take Buffalo plus three. In fact, on the Sports Shorts Daily video with Ronnie Rance, which is all over Facebook, I took Buffalo on the money line. I think they're going to win the game straight up. But here on you know, Kunas and Redneck, I'm going to take Buffalo plus three points. And I really think they're going to win straight up. So I'm happy to take three. My third pick, I like over 54 in the Buffalo-Kansas City game. I think, you know, both teams can make the big play. Kansas City's got a lot of speed, uh, great 
special teams that, that can re, you know return a kick for a touchdown. I just think we're going to get over 54 in that game. Weather's going to be better than what it is in Green Bay. You know, Buffalo's explosive. Kansas City's explosive. You know, this could be one of those 35-31, you know, 35-28 games, somewhere in that neighborhood. So I'll go over 54 in the Bills and Chiefs. So I like the Packers minus three and a half. I like the Bills plus three and over 54 in that game. Well, Anthony, it'll be a fun Sunday. And then, as I said, uh, there's a week off before the Super Bowl for the players and the teams. But that Friday before the Super Bowl, as we have traditionally done, we'll make some Super Bowl picks and you'll round up some options for us on some prop bets. Always fun to do that for the Super Bowl. And we'll have that coon ass and redneck podcast for people in two weeks. Well, Tommy, I'm glad that, uh, you know, I'm glad that we're getting to the end of the football season. I'm glad we made it. You know, uh, you look back at college football, I think that uh, uh, Greg Sankey with the SEC, I think he, he set the mode for college football. They finished, and here we are with the uh, uh, the conference championships in the NFL, and there's no doubt we'll play a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's it's been a tough season, not only for the players and the fans, but we are here. I hope our picks are good. They're not too far off from each other, so uh, it's going to be a fun Sunday afternoon watching football. Anthony, you have a wonderful weekend in Gulf Shores, and we'll do another podcast two weeks from today, the Friday before the Super Bowl. Take it easy, man. Take it easy.